When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single day. Time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. I said it, risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which can only mean we're watching the Colts run all over the Jets. What's going on, Panther? Oh, God. You know, Thursday night, I've been looking forward to this because this week has just been crazy. If you listen to The Daily Show, you know I'm not in Denver. I should actually be somewhere in Des Moines right now on my way home, but no, I'm in Houston, Texas. And what makes this even worse is today off air we're talking to max and whatever we bring up chubby zebra and it's almost vomit inducing listening to somebody compliment you know what how good zebra is how he fits in and blah 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 like i just want to throw up in my mouth it's it's just it made me cringe zebra i think you're fitting in pretty well i appreciate that that's it (laughs) he's got he's got nothing to add (laughs) yeah yeah uh, James wants us to know, can you look at a few games I wanted to play on my part? Like, yeah, man, we definitely will. We're going to go through our list and then we'll hit your stuff at the end of the show. All right. Yeah, I posted on Twitter right before we got here. It's, it's a light day. We actually agree on a lot of games. So if you guys are listening and you got some games you want our feedback on, feel free to chime in. Yeah, please do. Um, yeah, I, it's a much shorter list because apparently Panther was looking over your shoulder, Zebra, while you were making your list. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, you know, hide my work well enough, but like I told him earlier, you know, if you're going to cheat, find somebody that, you know, that's a top of the class. Don't find the guy that's barely, you know, almost flunking out. Don't copy his paper. So, uh, pretty much a mistake. You looked, he looked over the wrong shoulder. Oh, well, we all had wrong shoulders last week. So we gotta... well, it did, it did feel good being the shiniest turd of the bunch. So that, that, yeah. that kind of made me feel good. All right. We got to turn this shit around. Let's get to it. First up. 
Army is going to Air Force. Air Force was minus three. I do believe they are right now. Still minus three. Yes, indeed, Panther. Well, you know, I saw it at two and a half, but two and a half, three, it really makes no difference. This game, I mean, this is one of those typical games where Panther jumps head first because it smells. It smells like a freaking cow farm in the middle of Nebraska, and it's 120 degrees out. I don't get – are we making too much of Army keeping up with Wake Forest last week? That's the only thing that makes sense because, to me, Air Force should footstomp the Knights. I don't see this as being a three-point game. I know historically the service academies play to their tie, blah, blah, blah. I don't see this as being close. I like the Falcons minus the points. Give me a quarter on the Air Force Academy. Yeah, you know, if you stick around down there long enough, you can come back and possibly go to this game. I'm not sure why they're playing it in in the Texas Rangers Stadium, and, and I'm not sure why it's going off at 11.30 a.m. I guess it's to turn CBS, give them a double header. But, you know, the body clock game's concerns me a little bit for the Air Force. But then again, these guys are in the military. They're used to being up early. Uh, you know, Air Force last time out was two weeks ago, and and they kind of got away from their game by falling behind San Diego State 20 to nothing and, you know, had to turn a little bit to the air to, to get back into that game and narrowly lose. They've had two weeks to get back to what they're doing best, and I, I look for a big dose of fullback Brad Roberts. Um, you know, both these teams know what the other one's going to do. The total set at 37 and a half for a reason. There's probably going to barely be a hundred plays, you know, run in this. Uh, but when it was said and done, you know, Army's lost three straight. Yes, yeah, three pretty good opponents. Well, 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 two pretty good opponents. Ball State, I wouldn't count as a good opponent. But I'm with you, Panther. I, I see the Air Force, you know, coming out strong in this one. I see them as the better team. I. I also had two and a half, and I would shop for that two and a half. Yeah, I got you two and a half. I found it. I'll, I'll take the. I'll definitely take that. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to lay the three and you know potentially push. But if we get the two and a half, obviously that's a great number that you want. And and I'm on the Air Force with you, so put me down for Air Force minus two and a half for for twenty five. Twenty five. All right. I warned you guys there was a kiss of death coming, and here it is. Air Force should win by six or seven, at least, is what I, I, I when I crunch the numbers. And they're only minus three. This is this is a big, big trap. Something's going on. So I'm only going to go twenty five bucks on this one because I'm protecting myself against the kiss of death. Air Force is going to win. Give me the Air Force minus two and a half. Congratulations, yeah. Army. Yeah, yeah bet a, army. Everybody's just bet army. Money line <laughs> army. All right. Next up, we're looking at Ohio State going to Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska plus 15, Ohio State minus 14 and a half. Yeah, I jumped on the, you know, the Buckeyes have been rolling, putting up huge numbers. They the Penn State game was a lot closer than I thought it would be, but at the same time, you kind of expected the Penn State to rebound after that embarrassing loss to Illinois. Ohio State, I still think they can keep their foot on the throttle here. And Nebraska, I mean, are we starting? We probably started it last year, the Fire Skype Scott Frost campaign. I don't know how they can keep him after the mediocre uh, shit show it's been for Nebraska the entire time he's been there. Uh, this is a big game for Frost, but I really don't think they're in it. I'll lay the 14 and a half and put a quarter on the Buckeyes. You know, Nebraska being three and six, having lost three straight, granted they were they were close games, but they're going to lose three more straight to, to end the season to Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. That's three and nine. I can't see Scott Frost surviving that. 
Ohio State has been throttling people. Um, and, and then it comes out, the committee puts them at number five. You don't think that's going to light a fire under <laughs> Ryan Day and the Buckeyes? They need to put up points. They're going to blow Nebraska out of the water, make a statement to the country, make a statement to the committee that, hey, we deserve to be in the top four. Even though we lost to Oregon, we're going to beat Michigan State. And Ohio State eventually will climb themselves up to number two or number three, get into playoffs. But they are going to blast Nebraska this week. This could be a 56 to 10 game. I'm hmm. laying the 15, 14 and a half, 15, whatever it be. Give me Ohio State for a quarter. Well, I like your confidence. I'm just not going to, I'm not betting this one. Too many points. I do think Ohio State probably rolls, but and I love fading Nebraska, but Nebraska feels like they could bumble into a 12-point loss here. So I will lean Ohio State with you guys and just be happy you're going to cash. Moving on, we are looking at, what do we got here? Of course, it won't move. Oh, there's Liberty at Old Miss. Uh, Old Miss minus nine and a half at home. Yeah, I'm not really sure why I'm betting this one, but I, you know, I'm looking at Liberty, who's been pretty good the last two years. Hugh Freeze is the head coach. He returns home, if you will, I guess, to Ole Miss. Um, so I don't know if there's a, a revenge game maybe for him or anything like that. But uh, Liberty's got a potent offense. I just don't think they have enough of a potent offense to keep up with an SEC juggernaut, a team that's putting up, lighting up the scoreboard. Um, I, I like. Ole Miss at home, nine and a half seems manageable. So I'll bet a quarter on the Rebels. This must have been the time where you you kind of looked over the smart guy's shoulder and took his play because this isn't on my card. Didn't really even look at it, didn't consider it. I, I do like what you're thinking with Mississippi. They do put up points in bunches. They're, you know, they're Matt Corral still being a Heisman candidate. I don't know if Liberty can hang with them. Their schedule hasn't been that good this year. They played Syracuse as their best opponent. The logic's there. I see where you're going with it. The line kind of smells to me. I'd expect this to be more closer to 14. Uh, therefore, I'm going to lay off this one. Yeah, I'm going to lean old Miss with you, Panther, but it's not a game I like. I'd feel more comfortable if it's closer to seven because I have Ole Miss winning by between seven and fourteen. <laughs> too nice much range. Yeah, it's too much variance. When I put in the numbers, it spit out some wild shit. So I'm gonna lean Ole Miss with you, but I'm not. I'm not gonna bet this one. I like the island living. Yeah, you should. All right, we're looking at SMU going to Memphis. Uh, this one opened up Memphis, SMU minus six. It's minus four and a half now. You know, SMU has actually been really rejuvenated over the last couple of years. They've put together a fine season this year. Memphis has, I mean, they've really been hard luck losers. They've played a pretty competitive schedule, and they just can't seem to finish off games. Being at home has got to be a benefit for the Tigers. But SMU, I think, is just a better team on both sides of the ball, but especially on the offensive side of the ball. I like the Mustangs laying the four and a half, so a quarter on SMU. SMU still has, you know, hopes of playing in an American championship. Had they been able to beat Houston last week, they'd be in the driver's seat for it. But they still have the opportunity by, you know, beating Cincinnati potentially later on this year. The only thing that worries me about this game, uh, well, there's two factors. One, is Seth uh, Hannigan going to play or not for Memphis? If he's not, Memphis's offense is nowhere near as good as it is with him in. Uh, and, you know, last week, SMU comes back 
30 seconds to go, ties the game with Houston, kicks a field goal, ties it up, and then proceeds to give up a 100-yard kickoff return to lose the game. Can they come back from that? Those are the two things that concern me in this game. Uh, all of, Everything I've read says, said, says Hennigan is not going to play. Um, hopefully SMU is pumped up enough to, you know, we cannot lose this game if we want to have a shot at the American athletic title. Those two reasons alone, I'm joining you on this one, Panther. We're three for three. I'm taking SMU minus four and a half for 25. Ooh, look at you. Zebra taking a road favorite. That's uh, trending the wrong way. Hmm. Mm, I'll lean SMU here. I don't, I don't like this one. I do like the under. If I was betting totals this season, I would probably sniff the under 70 and a half. May 71. That's, that's a big, big total. Yeah. It Without Hannigan, it's possible. They they did not look good last week with their backup quarterback. Mm. It doesn't take much to screw up a 71-point total. All right. Next up, we got Baylor, TCU. Baylor on the road minus six and a half is the best I can see. Yeah, Baylor is one of those teams that I hadn't really jumped on. I know they got off to a really good start. They played really well all season, but I didn't like their schedule. They played a lot of cream puffs. The the win over the Longhorns really got my attention. Now they're taking on a TCU team that I don't think they get the coach bump, right? Gary Patterson's been there for 20 years. I think from the athletic standpoint for these, these players, I think this is a, a – bad thing for them that you know they're loyal to their coach um tcu's decided to go in a different direction i don't know enough about the the interim coach but i i'm also hearing Deion sanders name has popped up as, as a, a potential candidate as a coach head, head, yeah. oh i love it do it make it happen oh that would be so great well I, they you know jacksonville state had a top 60 recruiting class in you know jacksonville state of all imagine what he could do at a power five conference uh, dion could bring in some talent in uh, the lone star state but in this particular game i just don't like the horn frogs i think baylor can cover the six and a half so i'm going to put a quarter on the baylor bears the obviously the gary patterson thing is going to have some sort of impact on this i'm not sure what it's what it's going to be it is a sandwich game for Baylor, having beaten Texas last week and looking ahead to Oklahoma next week. Baylor still got an outside shot, even though they lost to Oklahoma State. They could beat Oklahoma next week. They got a shot at Big 12 title game. This thing has trap written all over it, and I'm falling right into it. Um, give me another road favorite. Give me Baylor minus a six and a half at TCU for mm. a quarter. I don't hate it. I actually really like it. I do think Baylor wins by you know more than a touchdown. At least they should against TCU. So kiss of death number two. I'm gonna go 25 bucks on this one. Half of my size of unit, trying to protect myself a little bit against the the kiss of death here. All right. The way the yeah. way I see it, I'm I'm 0 and 4 with whatever zebras on with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Auburn is going to Texas A&M. Auburn is plus four and a half. Texas A&M is minus four. You know, I owe the Tigers an apology here. I I didn't think much of them. I, I really didn't like them. I was disappointed in their performance against uh, Penn State, you know, a month ago. I'm giving them a pass against Georgia. Georgia's damn near an NFL team. They get a pass on that shit. But Auburn's played really well, and Texas A&M got off to a slow start. They seem to have found their rhythm, but I still think they're getting a tad too much clout for that upset over Alabama. I think Auburn can actually win this game outright but i'm gonna take the four and a half and put a quarter on war eagle 
A&M is, you know, that Alabama upset started a three-game winning streak, although the last two opponents being Missouri and South Carolina is not that impressive. Auburn, they've won two in a row after a, after a Georgia loss. Uh, both teams are coming into this game playing well. I like the combination of Bo Nix and Tank Bigsby for Auburn's offense, and their defense is starting to starting to play a little bit better. It's going to be a good football game. I'm with you. I, I think Auburn could actually win this game, but but getting you know going through three, going through four, and getting four and a half, I'm going to take the points as well. Give me Auburn plus four and a half for twenty five. Oh boy, kiss of death number three. Oh, good night. I love Auburn here. I, yeah, I've got Texas A&M winning by one in some of the best case scenarios. So I don't think a money line is out of play, but I'm going to take the points to 25 bucks on Auburn for the third incorrect <laughs> kiss of death. You know? This is the first time ever. It first is. Time ever. My suggestion to everyone out there is money to get a parlay of money line and army money line and TCU and taking Texas A&M minus the points and, Nice payday. Make some money. All right. I think that's it for you, Panther, for now. Tulsa, Cincinnati next up. Tulsa, Cincinnati at home, minus 22. You know, the Bearcats have burned me laying 20-plus the last two weeks. This team has got to do something. The third time's the charm. They have got to do something to impress the committee. I mean, coming out right now as number six, their schedule is not good enough to where if they just win games by a touchdown or 10 points against this mediocre at best conference, are they going to even sniff the playoffs? I don't think they're going to get there regardless, but they've got to do something this week to impress the, impress the people that are making those decisions. Tulsa, not that good of a football team, lost the game straight up to Navy last week. Cincinnati, I'm doing it one more time. I'm laying the 22 and a half for 25. And if you don't cover this time, I'm never spending another dime in your city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, last week, that was the logic that Cincinnati needed to uh, impress the judges. But now, after the committee brought him out at number six, and then yesterday, Luke Fickle just absolutely went off on the committee. Um, they do have to light up the scoreboard. It's it's complete bullshit that this is what we've come down to. That it's um, you know it's it's figure skating or gymnastics, and we're holding up nines and tens. This this is not what it should be. Cincinnati is a damn good team, and for a lot of these teams that they're playing. That is their Super Bowl. Playing the Bearcats, they show up for those games. Cincinnati's got to raise it up to a whole other level like they did against Notre Dame. They're going to have to win this game. I agree with Zebra. It wasn't on my list. I'm not betting it, but they need to win this game by 40 points. And and I'm disappointed in the way the committee – this is why we have to go to eight teams or more because the committee is just a bunch of idiots. I I don't – I mean, I'm not opposed to the eight team, but I can't blame the committee. I mean, Oregon – yeah, they lost one game, but they've got way – I mean, they beat Ohio State. They're, I mean, they are a much better resume. Michigan State's unbeaten. How can you put Cincinnati ahead of them? And there's no way in the world you can put them ahead of Alabama. I think Cincinnati's right where they belong. They're going to get that that 
what they they take the five six game or whatever it is, and they'll probably go whoever that is in the five spot and beat them in a bowl game, and everybody's gonna go, oh, Cincinnati undefeated should have been in the playoffs. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. They're not the caliber of these other teams. I right, just bring back the computers, man. I'm so sick of this committee. Br- I, bring back the computers. It was much better in those days. Uh, as far as the game itself, I'm going to lean Cincinnati with you. They should win. They should cover all that, those points, but it's too many points for me to eat. I, I, I just can't do it. All right, next up. This is the game I'm really curious where Zebra's going. San Diego State is going to Hawaii. San Diego State is minus seven on the road. You know, it, it, everybody should get to go to Hawaii. That's just Hawaii should play like 105 games in the year, and every team should get to go there and experience <laughs> the islands. However, in this case, um, you know, San Diego State is not a team that scores much. Um, having scored 20, 20, 19. Yeah, they get pounded Bob Davey, New, Me- New Mexico for 31, Towson 48. They just don't score. They got a really good defense, but they don't score. Teams don't play as well on the island. Hawaii's always better at home than they are on the road. I'm taking the touchdown in this situation. I, I, I mean, I'd like to get seven and a half if it's out there. I would obviously jump all over that. But I'll still take the seven in Hawaii thinking they can keep this thing close and, and maybe even pull an island upset. So give me Hawaii plus the seven. Seven and a half. 25. You got so I'll take, yeah, I like it even better, but I'll stay with 25. I think the University of Hawaii is the only school in the country that has two football teams. One plays on the islands and the other is like a junior college team that comes over to the States and gets their ass whacked. It is incredible. And it's not just this year. It is historical that this team is so much better. I don't know if it's the distance, the time change, what it is, but they are so much better at home. I was, I mean, I looked at this one. I looked so hard. I just could not pull the trigger. San Diego state is a really good team, but I think Hawaii probably can cover that seven and a half at home. I'm going to give Zebra a ton of moral support and do one even better and not bet the game. I'll lean on the rainbows. <laughs> Man, I'm leaning San Diego State in this one. I do think they win. And all things being equal, they should they should cover it. But yeah, you're right. Weird shit happens when you go to Hawaii. So I do not want a piece of this one. I'll lean San Diego State here. I'll pull for you, Zebra. But I'll be I'll be asleep by the time this one gets decided. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. All right. I want to look at Penn State going to Maryland. Penn State is minus 10. I think they're going to disappoint. I'm taking Maryland plus the points at home. Uh, 50 bucks. 50 bucks on Maryland here. 
Yeah, I think Penn State's kind of disappointed all season long. They were overrated in the first place. That loss to Illinois really sticks. Uh, it, it really just stands out. Maryland can score. Maryland can put up points. Um, they're better than average, and I think better than average is enough to at least keep up with Penn State. I don't think Maryland wins, but 10 points, that seems like a big ask for Penn State on the road. I'll give you moral support and lean the Terrapins. I, I like your play there. I mean, Penn State's lost three in a row. Um, Maryland, like Panther said, does like to put up points, although it is seems to put up points against the, the bad teams and not so much against the good defenses. I mean, being in the teens against Iowa, Ohio State, and even in Minnesota. But 10 seems like a little bit much. I, I'll lean Maryland with you and, and you know, hope that one – Hope that one works out your way, but not as much as I hope the three that you went with me work out your way. <laughs> Michigan State is going to Purdue next up. I don't like doing it, but I'm going to do it. Michigan State minus three. I think that's the play. I'm going to put 50 bucks on the Spartans to take care of business. You know, the thing about Purdue is they've actually played really well at home. Mm -hmm. They're a little iffy on the road. Michigan State. Okay, so we're, we're a top four team. And they're only favored by a field goal. They came off that big win against that other team uh, from Ann Arbor. And I, I just don't – it just smells. This game just stinks to me. I think the play is Purdue. I'm leaning the Boilermakers plus the points. Michigan State 6-1-1 one one against the number this year. Um, you know, they, yeah, they, it could be a big letdown uh, – after the Michigan win, but these guys got to be looking at the fact that, you know, if they can just beat Ohio state, they have, they're sniffing the playoffs and, and who would have thunk that when the season begun, who would have thought they'd even be in the top half of the big 10 East, let alone potentially in the country. Purdue, I did see this week, has more wins over top five teams. I think it was over the last 20 years or something like that than any other team in the country. But they've already got their their win this year, having you know beaten the number two out of Iowa. That was probably the tweet of the year, by the way. But nice job, Boilers. I don't know where to go with this game. I, I want to play it, but but I've gone both ways. I, I don't even have a lean anymore. Um Good luck. I, I hope this one works out for you. <laughs> Thanks. You heard it here first. Zebra goes both ways sometimes. <laughs> no, he don't. <laughs> Wake Forest is going to North Carolina. I wasn't sure I was going to bet this one because this is a head scratcher. We need to talk about this one for a second. Wake Forest on the road, plus two and a half. I don't care. I'm going to money line him. Uh, 25 bucks on Wake Forest to win outright, plus 120. Explain this one to me. Why are they the underdog? Well, I think there's been some confusion about who North Carolina is. If you remember when the season started, they were preseason top 10. Sam Howell was this early Heisman candidate, and the season just hasn't gone the way that everybody thought they would. This team can put up points. This team can play defense, but they just don't always do. I think maybe the, the Vegas, the Sharps maybe, are expecting them to show up for an undefeated Demon Deacon team. I just don't think it's going to matter. I think you're on the right side. I think Wake Forest wins this game. I'll give you a ton of moral support. I even like the money line play. This thing stinks to stinks. high heaven. Stinks. Um, teams are 0-6 this year post-Notre Dame. I mean, again, you talk about you know 
teams getting up to play, you know, particular Cincinnati or, you know, the getting up for that game. Teams get up for Notre Dame. They're 0-6 against the number following Notre Dame this year. Obviously, that's a spot North Carolina's in. I don't get the love for them. I, I don't understand the line. I'm going to stay off of it for that reason. Uh, one thing that I did find interesting this week is a buddy of mine told me he found it. I forget. I think it was on FanDuel. He had a $25 free bet on Sam Hartman to win the Heisman at 50 to one. Mm. And if he can come through and win this game at North Carolina, I don't know why you don't put him in the discussion on a nine and O demon Deacons team. So that could be fun for you. It could be fun for him. Um, I, I lean Wake Forest as well, and and I would money line them too if I was going to make a play. All right, moving on. I'm skipping over one I just don't like. LSU is going to Bama. Bama is minus twenty eight and a half. I I do think LSU can stand up and only lose by about twenty one, and so that's what I'm doing. Fifty bucks on LSU plus twenty eight and a half. This is another one of those awkward coaching situations with Ed Orgeron's out but he's in um, finishing out the season. I, I don't, I, I really have no clue how to interpret what to expect from LSU Alabama. Since that loss to A&M has been absolutely steamrolling their opponents. I think 28 is, is a big ask. I think LSU can keep it within four touchdowns. I'll lean LSU, but I'm staying away from this game. Alabama doesn't have the defense that they've had in the past. Yeah, they're beating people up pretty good by scoring a lot of points, but if they're going to give up 21, 24 points to someone, that means they're going to have to put 50s on the board to cover that number. I, I like where you're going with it. I, I would lean LSU just because of the amount of points that is and, and you know, expect Bama to win by you know 17 to 20. All right. Moving on, we're going to my favorite punching bag. My favorite punching bag in all of college football. There it is. The Longhorns are going to Iowa State. Iowa State inexplicably is minus six and a half or seven. They'll win. I think they'll win, but they're going to win by three. So I'm taking the Longhorns. I got my, my, you can't see it, but I've got it up. The Longhorns. Uh, plus seven, 50 bucks. Yeah, I gave this this one. A, it's just scared. I gave it a look, and, and I'm just scared of it. I, I keep thinking the Longhorns are a better team than they are, but they have really not shown me anything this season. Iowa State, I, I, I don't know why there was so much preseason love. I, they're justifiably a punching bag for Arch. Uh, seven points. I mean, that just seems ridiculous. But the Longhorns, at the same time, have found ways to lose these games by 14. I'll lean Texas, but I, I hate this game. Biggest question in this game I have is, does Texas get to bring the monkey? <laughs> I, I don't see why this line would be as big as it is. I mean, Iowa State has beaten three teams this year by more than a touchdown. UNLV, which doesn't count. Kansas, which really doesn't count. And then they had a 13-point win against Kansas State. They don't blow people out. Texas can score. There's no reason not to take a touchdown in this game. I lean Texas with you. All right. Last game for me, USC is going to Arizona State. This is going to be a butt clincher beyond butt clinchers, man. Arizona State is going to win. But I don't think they can win by eight and a half. I just that's a big, big ask. So I'm gonna take USC plus the eight and a half, fifty bucks. 
you know, here's another team with co- coaching situation. What we saw from the Trojans a couple weeks ago in South Bend against Notre Dame was not Power Five football, not typical USC. I mean, they they really were blah, very mundane, very predictable, very bad. Arizona State can play some elite defense and put up numbers. I think Arizona State can cover the eight, but it's also a team I don't trust a lot. So I'll lean the Sun Devils, but I don't like this game either. This game's not even going to be played in my book because I don't I don't recognize either team from Los Angeles as a Division One college football program. I've had enough of both of them. This game's not even going to be played. I don't even know what you're talking about. Sixty points doesn't sound like elite defense, does it though, Panther? That's the total. They're all, yeah, but their offense is really good. Yeah. I, I, it could probably be like forty to twenty. Yeah, it, it, it could be a blowout. It could be. Speaking of blowouts. Navy is going to Notre Dame. Uh, see, Zebra's favorite school is plus 21. <laughs> Zebra's favorite school. You uh, know. He's, yeah, he's going to throw, throw them in there with the L.A. teams. <laughs> earlier this year, I did make the comment that if this country was invaded, it needs to be by sea because the Navy is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, I did take the Navy last week. I believe in the Navy. I'm a motivational speaker for the Navy now because ever since I made that comment, they've been playing good football. Question is, can they play good football against a really good Notre Dame team? I think everything I've picked this year in Notre Dame games has gone wrong, whether it be totals, sides, play of the year, you name it, it's gone wrong. So I'm not going to make any play on this game. Um, I do think, however... The Navy can keep it within three touchdowns, and I would lean that way, but I can't make a play on this thing. I know it's the rule, Panther rule. I can't do it. I'll let you guys lay the lay the money on this. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Panther rule for Panther. I, sometimes I have to bet the games, and when I really don't want to, this one's borderline right there. I no no doubt Notre Dame wins this game. The twenty one just seems like a big ask. But when you look at the way the Irish defense has gotten so much better, if you go all the way back to the beginning of the season. They were horrible. I mean, they struggle with Florida State. They struggle with Purdue. They struggle with everybody they played. Now they're playing a lot better. Kyle Hamilton, uh, their all-pro future draft pick, is going to be back this week. He didn't play last week. Um, Navy's one-dimensional. Notre Dame is one of the better teams about defending the triple option. I got to go out a limb here and put a quarter on my iris that they'll cover the three touchdowns. All right, gotcha. And yeah, I'm going to lean the Irish here in this one. I they should win. They should absolutely blow them out. But was it your theory, Panther? You don't want to embarrass the academies. Well, I don't think it's embarrassing beating Navy by 21. Like it's it's embarrassing them be like 42 to three. I don't think they'll do that to them. But you know, if it's if it's something like 28 to seven or 35 to 14 somewhere in that ballpark, I don't think that's embarrassing the academies. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so that's it for our list. Uh, we got a few questions here. Let's see. Wyoming, Colorado State, under 50, yes or no? Uh, I'm, I might leave this one to Zebra. <laughs> I don't think so. No, there's no weather. What, what's the number you've got? 50. I, I'm showing that 40 and a half right now. Could, could, could we have had a, a movement that bad? 
It is 40. Is this a te it must be a teaser. A nine point teaser? Taking it up and, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bet the under. It's going under fifty. I, I, I feel pretty confident. Wyoming about that. does not play shootouts whatsoever. So if you think Wyoming's gonna 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 be in this football game, it, it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, they've the lad they haven't scored more than twenty four points in over a month. You can find an alt line when it's 50. If it pays out, okay. Yeah, it's going into the 50. And they got a field goal against New Mexico two weeks ago and shut out against Fresno three weeks ago. So I see the logic, the low number. If you're going to tease it up and go under the number, I, I, I see it. The question is, what are you going to tease it with? Army and Air Force under – yes, this has got to be a teaser, under 45. Yeah. yeah that's another yeah, Probably under 30. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. I don't like the under in this one. I, I'm leaning the over in this one, even the 45. I, I think 37 is kind of, I, I, you know, take it for what it's worth. I'm not being very good with totals, but I like the over an awful lot in this one. I mean, two weeks ago when Army puts up, a, you know, 126 in a game, and now they come out with a total of 37. I mean, the guys, the guys that make these numbers are pretty sharp, so... Uh, they got to figure the public's going to look at what Army did two weeks ago and go, oh, that's an easy over and bet the over. So I think they've set this number at a pretty, pretty aggressive total. So moving it up and taking the unders not out of the realm of possibilities. Oh, there it is. I moved all the lines in the games. <laughs> Rice versus Charlotte. Ooh, minus one and a half. What is, the, yeah, let's see here. So Rice. <laughs> It's a Charlotte at home minus six is the uh, base price. Let's see here. Opened at four. Now at six. He's got it down to one. One. Yeah, I mean, I mean Charlotte, Charlotte should win. They should win by, you know, more well, than what's, one what, half. What, what's your favorite motto there for rice there, Zebra? Yeah, everyone cooks rice. <laughs> yeah. Even, even Charlotte. <laughs> That's probably a good play. Yeah, I think so, too. Fresno State plus four and a half against Boise. That was a game I almost bet. Um, what is the line here? Because I almost, yeah, Fresno State minus five. I almost took Fresno State to win. So if you're getting a plus line there, yeah, I would do it. Fresno State yeah, plus I mean, four. That's a, a ten point move. One thing that I personally don't ever do on a teaser is I never cross zero. I I don't see the 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 value in doing that. You know, five five points either way. I, it's a ten point move, but but. But just getting five when they're favored by five, I mean, they could easily lose by a touchdown. Um, I just make it a point whenever I'm doing a teaser. I don't, I don't cross zero. And, and not necessarily in college, but in the NFL, I've learned a lesson over the years a hard way is, you know, don't, don't take the sevens down to one. Take the sevens <laughs> up to 13, and it seems to work out way right, more right. often. That makes sense. Uh, do we like Clemson over, over Louisville? I think Clemson wins the game. Covering the spreads a different score, story. It was a little too close for me to call. I looked I at that game and I, I was considering taking Louisville plus the four, but I couldn't get there. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, and I actually would not be surprised if I woke up and saw that Louisville won that game outright. I I don't like this Clemson team. They really don't have any offense whatsoever. How confident are you that Michigan State wins versus Purdue? I mean, you know, my normal confidence level. <laughs> I don't do locks. I don't do confidence levels. I just kind of flat bet my games. Unless it's a kiss of death and I'm doing half a unit. <laughs> Again, I mean, I know I looked at that. I said I was, I was, I was thought, thought each way on that thing. But I, I don't 
see how Michigan State comes out flat. It's just – there's no way. These guys got a shot at doing something really special this year. Mel Tucker's got them playing well. He's going to have them fired up. I, 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 I like Michigan State. Oh, look at you. I just think – I just think the line's off. I, you know, three points just screams. Vegas is telling a close game, an undefeated Michigan State going against a four-loss Purdue. Um, three points. So just it just says Vegas is telling me Purdue's the play. One last yeah, question. I thought oh, sorry, that too when they were hosting Wisconsin, were a three-point dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Am I crazy? But I like Oklahoma State money line versus West Virginia. Oklahoma State's minus three and a half. Let's see what the no. money. No, no I, just, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anyone's crazy with that. Oklahoma State's right now in the driver's seat. I mean, they're they're playing to be in the Big Twelve title game. They need to win everything. I mean, they could they could potentially lose to to Oklahoma and still get in that, but they need to win everything else. So um, Gundy's got them got the defense playing well. Uh, I don't think that's crazy. Well, I think the crazy part is he's wondering that Oklahoma State's favored by three and a half. So at the money line, I'm showing about minus 170. Do, yeah, do they cover fine. the three and a half or, or do you want to lay the 170? I think Oklahoma State wins the game. That hook on that field goal could be enough to persuade you into that money line. Those hooks are they're, they're ass kickers, man. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough number to to be laying, you know, 170. But a three point win instead of losing you know, 1.1 units, you're going to, you're going to win what seven tenths of a unit. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty big swing. So no, I don't think it's crazy at all. If you've got a three and a half point game money line in it, rather than, than taking the spread, you know, you're going to put the same, as long as you're putting the same dollar figure on it. Yeah. You're going to win less, but you're potentially turning a loss into a win. You wouldn't lay something higher. You wouldn't lay 169 to win 100. No, I wouldn't. I, I'm I'm pretty much play consistent units, whether it's a 110, 120, 170 plus 140. I like to keep my units equal. Mm. Just gotcha. keep your just some same loss, smaller wins. Bet whether I right, bet, right. whether I'm betting 25 to, to at minus 110 or betting 25 at minus 170. You know, wins a win to me. I don't I don't care how much I win out of it. So you heard so, that from Zebra. If you find if you're going to bet a minus 160 money line, you just need to bump up all your bets after that. So just to, to flat bet it. So there you go. That that's the Zebra advice. Something like that. All right, Zebra. Final thoughts about college football week 10. You know, I, I I wanted to join the Notre Dame party with you guys, but the only thing I've gotten right in Notre Dame games this year is something that I didn't play, which we kind of – why was there total eight and a half? We all said, you know, hey, this looks like an easy over. Didn't even bet it. So I'm staying off of that game. There's a lot of clunkers out there this week. It's not as exciting of a schedule as it was last week, but there are some things. Teams trying to position themselves to get into the college football rankings – and teams trying to stay there. So there is a lot of interesting stuff going on this weekend. Uh, I feel pretty good about the plays I made this week, I, uh, better than I have the last month. I think this is going to be a winning week, and obviously with us on three of them all the same, I think it's going to be a winning week for all of us. Mm. Panther, take us home. And by the way, the Colts yeah. are about to go up 35-10. to 10. So, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Oh God! I, you know, I think what what Zebra said earlier about basically doing a uh, 
parlay with the three kisses of death going the opposite direction might not be the, the worst play but look we agreed on three we found three different ways to get there i'm still of the belief that that's supposed to work so i'm going to put the air force academy hmm. baylor and auburn together that's your panther parlay you guys know we're hanging out on facebook we're hanging out on twitter shout out by name we'll shout out right back we enjoyed having you guys live on the show asking questions join us again next thursday but most importantly let us know what you guys did last week what you're going to do this week and when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details